Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. A very warm welcome with me, Esther Fomadisi, right here on Radio Pulpit, your companion in a search for meaning. God bless you, my brothers and sisters, mind, body, soul, spirit, and marrow. May the Lord cause us together to be navigated by the Holy Spirit. Lead us, Holy Spirit, teach us. And as we learn, endow us with this, your power and glory. And where we missed it and complained in prayers, show us what to do. And I bless you. Amen. Amen. We're talking the glory, and the glory won't manifest until God takes out the world and it takes, it's painful. It's painful. Don't lose sight of where you are going because God won't tell you in detail that you'll come across such adversities until I get you to the place where you ought to be at. He won't tell you. No, he won't. He wants us to rest fully in his grace, which is sufficient. The Apostle Paul said so in the book of Corinthians Um, God said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weaknesses. In other words, when we cannot be able to do things, I said, are you feeling like you are locked in a wilderness and you don't know where to go, what to start with? You've tried that. You are so tired. That's just where God wants you. It was the same with Israel. It was the same with Moses. It was the same. Moses was 80 years old. By that time, he thought, it's over. I started well. And now here I am. I'm married. Now I have even these sons here. And um, my father-in-law doesn't have um, sons. I'll take care of his things. He's about to die. Maybe this is where I'm going to be. Probably in his flesh, he was thinking that. But God had spoken to him before. Notice that God speaks to you. beforehand and sometimes it takes like it's forever before you get to that position where he said I want you to move from here and go there I want you to move from Egypt I want you to go into Canaan and um, notice that even that promised land there was war they had to destroy (laughs) bless the Lord they had to destroy the Canaanites to take over the promised land. 400 years later, of course, in the New Testament, it says 430 years. And so we navigate the walk through patience and full surrender and dependency on God, the Almighty's leading. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I think Christians are too into it we were too manual doing things doing things helping god <laughs> uh, the book of galatians says that's um um like filthy rags it does not attain anything for us can we be at a place where god tells us just go there and camp by the sea and camp by the you'll be closed out by surrounded by the sea and the wilderness and yet there's a right road i see christians always taking the right road or the road that seems right because it's just straightforward into the next place where God says we must go and it's the easiest 
and it's the easiest. And it's the easiest. And that is a distraction. It brings distraction to the walk of God. It brings distraction and the voice of God then disappears because God will not walk with you in your own place. He said, here, I'm waiting here and you go there. It's not because you are a bad person, but you just made wrong choice. Walk by God's direction. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. We're discussing the glory of God right here on Radio Pulpit with me, Esther. Formerly, and that I said, literally, the glory of God means the presence of God. And as he said in the book of um, Exodus chapter 13, that glory never departed in the day or in the night. It never departed from the believers. And I said in the book of Acts, ever since the Spirit of God was poured out, we also have access to that very outpouring, bless the Lord, the heavens are open and they never lacked. I'm talking spiritually now. I'm talking um, demonstration of signs and wonders and power of God. No, the dead were raised, the lame walked, the blind soul, and it was on a continuous, continuous basis. And what were they doing? They just had the rod, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But why was it effective? Because it was directed by the Lord. And one classic example is um, Philip, who was um, working with um, Stephen. They were serving food, charity, charity, bless the Lord. And the Spirit of God would tell him, go there. And there was an Ethiopian there seeking salvation. And the Lord would show him, pray for him, reveal the word to him. And then he was translated. Why? The presence of God was there. The presence of God was there. Then he was not seen in that place, translated to another place. Why can't we have that today? We're too manual trying to help God, and that's carnality, and it does not fulfill the ways of God. Why don't you fly? Why don't you um, um, this and this? No. God said, walk, Moses. Go to the <laughs> go by the sea and be locked there. Blessed be the Lord. I will get glory through that. Wow. Not by you walking on a day um, 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 strip into the promised land. I will get glory when you are surrounded by the wilderness. Prince of Egypt, you used to beauty and all beautiful things. And now I want you to walk. <laughs> Bless the Lord. <laughs> God will cleanse you. May God cleanse you. May you not resist his cleansing and purification. We're discussing the presence of God and his glory. Blessed the Lord. He will even remove many times the possessions you so <laughs> depend on and get pride. Your flesh in your car. Christians, I'm not talking to the world. I'm talking to Christians. Your flesh in your cars. Your flesh in your mansions. Your flesh in your aeroplanes, some have got lots of helicopters. I had of a minister of God four helicopters right here in Africa. If you are a true Christian, you would not have that because they are still the poor 
in your ministry. <laughs> you were supposed to have taken care of that first. That says the Lord. Pure religion, the book of James, is to take care of the needs of the poor, the needy, and the widows. <laughs> Bless the Lord. You will not please God. And think of that rich man who came to the Lord who was a believer. Lord, what can I do to inherit heaven? The Lord said, go and sell everything and give that money to the poor. <laughs> Bless the Lord. You're going to be tested and we are in that place. Let me wake you up. Let me wake you up. You are going to be in that position if you are true to God and if you want to inherit heaven. God will take out the flesh that I'm not flesh. I'm not this car. I'm not this house. I'm not this and that. I'm not that and that. I'm not money and income and salary. Why did Abraham not work and he was so wealthy? And why did not the children of Israel um, lack in the wilderness? And the Bible says, somewhere it articulates it, even their clothes, even their shoes, they were never torn. It actually will take people to come and tear up <laughs> your clothes, even your washing, your, your thing, even couches and chairs. It takes people to come in, even wall units and wardrobes. And, you know, they... they, they this is a testimony. I personally have witnessed this. And I will not say where it was happening or on who it's happening today. That people come in and break into the doors and break and crush their wall units and um, make holes on the walls and make walls, holes in the doors and make holes in the roof and make holes on the beds and mattresses and wall units and um, um, even tear your bags. I've seen this as I'm praying in the spirit and, and I pray for many people and the Lord shows me. And if you've not gone there, you've not been a stench in the sight of Satan. And what do you have in common with Belial that he should love you? Are you his own? Or are you serving him and you are not even aware? You are like those uh, five versions that were fell foolish. You, you keep on walking. You think you're walking with God, but you're not. The five versions... The Lord Jesus said, I did not know them. You are in church. But that material, those fleshy things, they have locked you into carnality, into Egypt. You want to go to your garlics and nice food and, and, and mansions or houses that you bought. You want to work. You want to be slaves of the world or Pharaoh of the world. Bless the Lord. Yes, I said I've witnessed this. I will never say who it was, but it's a bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And you find that it's thousands of peoples against individuals because they carry the presence and glory of God. And when they pray or when they do the work of God, um, the sea parts, the Red Sea parts like it did to Moses. Are you living the glory of God? Are you living the glory of God? Are you representing God in such a way his presence is visible and people do that to you? Today, it's a witness. Today, this is what's happening. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And um, it's a testimony. It's a, it's a testimony. It's a testimony. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. They, they, they even tear, you know, they hammer the flaws. 
They hammer even the floors. They hammer even outside and inside. I tell you the truth, I lie not, and I will be judged before God. Even the floors, your kitchen floors, your door floors, I mean, your, your, your bedrooms and the walls. And um, gee, it's crazy what's happening unto those who are true to God. I have witnessed this in the spirit. I have witnessed this physically, and I know the people, and I'm not mentioning who they are, but that's because... God loves them. That's because God loves them. And I've seen people's um, uh, uh, money stolen out of their bank accounts. I've seen people's phones and SIM cards and bank cards stolen and duplicated. I've seen people pursued by helicopters 10 times per day. Releasing the destruction, destroy. This is a fairer spirit. Can you see? It's a fairer spirit that hates who? The righteous Israel, the worshippers of the Most High God. It's happening, my brothers and sisters. Why? We are encamped around the wilderness and the sea, and God has allowed it so that he can be glorified. So in that your pain, perhaps I have not witnessed yours because I'm far from you or I have not been able to um, grasp that because we have not talked. Um, but in that pain, God is with you. And if they're pursuing you, then you must know that you are already a winner. You are a victor. Satan or Pharaoh will not pursue useless individuals, let alone group of people who call themselves righteous, who call themselves covered with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so God expects you to do something. I'll show you an example of what Moses did when they were encamped like that and the children of Israel started murmuring, complaining and thinking of food. And um, I'm going to read this from verse um, 10 of uh, the very chapter 14 of the book of Exodus. And it reads as follows. This is now the complaints of the people and what Moses was saying to God. I'm talking about God, please, God, please, God, please. Um, God is not pleased with that. If we have the glory of God, we got to mature, stand up. And uh, from verse 10, it reads as follows. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes. So they were very afraid and marched after them. So they were very afraid and the children of Israel crying out unto the Lord. Then they said to Moses, this is the memory, look at that. Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt so with us so to bring us up out of Egypt? Is not the word that we told you in Egypt? Is this not? Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, didn't we tell you? For it would have been for us. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And look at Moses. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see no more again forever, forever. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. 
Look at the Lord's response, and that is from verse 19, chapter 14 of the book of Exodus, and reads as follows. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry unto me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Why? Speak the word. What? Speak the word and do what? Part the sea. And I'm paraphrasing here. I'm paraphrasing here. And verse, um, 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 as we continue, it says, But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. The children of Israel shall go on dry land through the must of the sea. Bless the Lord. I wanted you to grasp this. You deliver the people. You deliver the people. God says, don't cry. Deliver the people. You also be delivered in it. We continue in this subject, the presence of God, the glory of God, and what it accomplishes when we meet again next time. And please keep this in thought. Try this and practice it practically, and you will see change in your life that brings tangible results before you and between you and God. Be blessed. Spirit of God, bless us that this word build us and empower us and embolden us in our walk until we meet again. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. 657 AM. Radio for Believers in Action.